Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey, this is Gary Head at Signature Bank of Arkansas. We founded Signature Bank in 2005 with local ownership to serve our communities with the best bankers with the most authority to do business. We have succeeded in growing our bank to over $800 million in assets, including $50 million in growth in the first quarter in 21. We have 155 teammates that love our communities and the customers that we serve. We are always here to serve and eager to do so. As chairman and CEO, I welcome your call to have the opportunity to serve you. Please call 479-684-4700 or online at signature.bank and tell them that you heard about us at I Am Northwest Arkansas. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. 
I'm really excited because this is doesn't happen all the time. And you know, I've talked about this in the past, but I get to actually sit down with somebody that I've actually interviewed before. But the catch is you never heard her episode. I am sitting with Alex English and Alex is the public relations and marketing specialist at XNA, also the XNA spokesperson. So if you ever if there's ever anything going on out at the airport or any issues with due to uh, air traffic or anything like that, sometimes reporters will go out there and do a story. And, and Alex is uh, the voice and the face that you see from XNA that represents the airport. And so I thought, man, I've got to bring her on to do the show. And originally, this is a long preamble, but originally we had sat down to do an episode back in February of 2020. And I sat down with Alex and with Rob Smith from the NWA Council. Shout out to Rob, good friend and uh, an individual that actually really made his acquaintance at that meeting. And then we've become fast friends. We still haven't gone out for a bike ride yet, but Rob, I'll I'll see you soon on the uh, on the bike trails. But anyway, Alex and I had an amazing conversation because she really broke it down in terms of you know the growth of air travel to Northwest Arkansas. We talked a little bit about Drake Field. We talked about the history of travel here and just kind of where things are going in the future. And we never got to air that episode. So I told Alex, I'm going to make this up to you. We are going to sit down. We're going to do a new episode. This episode is going to be tinged with some pandemic related updates and things of that nature. But, you know, air traffic has started to increase again. And I've actually been on a flight twice and and it's to crazy I think it's the longest time that I've ever gone without being on a flight. So, without further ado, let's bring Alex English on to the podcast once again, and I promise what I'm going to do is I'm also going to share with you the original episode that we aired. That will be in the show notes. You'll see a link to that so you can hear what we talked about in 2020 and now what we're going to talk about today in 2021. So, Anyway, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. We're having a little bit of a different discussion this go around. <laughs> right, right. We <laughs> a are. A little bit has changed. Yeah, a lot, a lot has changed. And so it's great. I would love for you just to kind of orient yourself to our audience and tell them a little bit about who Alex English is. I've, like I said, we, we connected through Rob and, and just through some things that, that were going on. But tell the audience your superhero origin story. Okay. All right. So... It all started 11 years ago <laughs> when I came up to uh, Fayetteville for the University of Arkansas to get my undergrad degree and came up from Dallas, Briscoe, Texas, and really fell in love with the area. I'm like a fourth generation Razorback. So we also have a huge love for the community up here and everything that the U of A has to offer. And so decided to stay for three more years of school, uh, went to law school and met a bunch of incredible people and just continued to fall in love with the area as it grew and as things changed in the region. And so ultimately decided to stay here, not move back to the Dallas area. And so I have been here ever since and got the opportunity to interview for a position at XNA. And the people there are incredible. We have an amazing CEO, Aaron Burks, my direct boss, the chief business development officer, Andrew Branch. It's a great team, and the possibilities for XNA and for the region are kind of endless. So uh, I've been there for over a little bit over two years now, and I'm enjoying it. And yes, if there is ever any type of issue on the runway or <laughs> any you know possible emergency, I'm the one getting the calls, and it's a lot of fun. It's you never know what you're going to get 
week by week and I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome. I I like that. So, you know, and I I don't think I remember you telling me before that you went to U of A law school. Did you practice law at all or? So I did not technically. So I went to law school. My grandfather was a lawyer in the Austin, Dallas area, and he was my hero. And so went to law school and loved the, you know, everything there is to learn. I'm, I'm a huge believer that everybody should take like the first semester of law school Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you're learning just like basic contracts and criminal law, constitutional law. And so it's an incredible basis of knowledge, right? But when I was there, I kind of decided and through my internships, my externships that they have offered at the U of A, decided I wanted to work in more of a business environment um, with more of a team and not so much that traditional attorney route. Sure. And so I had an incredible advisor, Angie Doss, and she really helped me go into different directions that are a little bit more non-traditional after getting a legal degree. And Andrew and Aaron, my so my boss and the CEO, they're both attorneys as well at XNA. And so we do some legal as well. Andrew is our technical general counsel at XNA. And so I get to, you know, exercise that muscle too, but I also get to do advertising and marketing and I get to be on the news and I get to work with wonderful people like you and, you know, just get our get the word out about XNA and what we have to offer in the region. And um, it's a lot of fun. So it sounds like it. Yeah. And I, I only ask that because I actually have a number of friends that got law degrees mm-hmm. and then went on to do other things. And they have been fabulously successful because the foundation of a legal education can prepare you for a number of different things. It's kind of like when I tell people, if you, you know, I was a liberal arts major in college and that can really set you up nicely nowadays. People for a while there, it was like, oh, not really interested in liberal arts graduates, but then all of a sudden liberal arts became the thing. Yeah. I'm using air quotes here. So it's cool. But anyway, that's cool. That is great. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad I'm glad you shared that. So what is happening now at XNA? Okay, well, we've had quite a year and a half, as everybody has. I mean, it's no mystery. Uh, the aviation airline industry was hit pretty hard, especially in the beginning. You know, we had a 95% reduction in passenger volume, which is historic. You know, that's never happened previously. We know we, ha- we shut down for a few days after the 9-11 attack, but then volume, passenger volume picked up back up after that. Whereas with this past year, we are still at a reduction in volume from what we saw in 2019 and in the beginning of 2020. You know, the last conversation we had, we were breaking records. Right, exactly. (laughs) We were just, you know, going to the moon with our every month was a 10% growth, a a 19% growth from the previous year. And that has changed. We are, you know, it's, it's our numbers are upticking and we're really happy to see that. We're also seeing almost all of our nonstop routes have come back. They were temporarily suspended when COVID first hit, uh, just because obviously no one was traveling. And so I just about we have 27 nonstop destinations right now. Two of those are still temporarily suspended. And that would be San Francisco SFO and Newark. We're hoping to have those back by the end of the year as well. But we've added routes this year. We've added an airline, which has been spectacular, especially with, you know, the decline in revenue, decline in passengers. So as scary and as difficult of a year and a half or so it's been, it's also there's been a lot of positive growth. And as the region continues to grow, we're just, you know, doing all that we can to keep up with when our numbers get back to those record breaking stats again. Yeah, you know, I and I think about that. I I've actually been on that San Francisco flight, and and I think Seattle is there a nonstop to Seattle? No, no, no okay. we're hope maybe hopefully, hopefully one day. Yeah, yeah, so that's a highly requested route. I I, I would imagine it mm-hmm. is, but you know, and I've done the L.A. 
I've done the LaGuardia several times. That's really convenient because I always tell people, oh, I can I can get on the plane and get off in New York City. Yeah. And there's nothing like that. And I think those are back up and running, right? Yeah. So we just got NYC back, which every that was, you know, I got messages constantly. When is New York City coming back? You know, it's a highly requested route. A lot of business done out there. A lot of people who love to go and visit the city too. It's, it's spectacular, right? But it is, it's wonderful to have, you know, because we are a national airport. And so we go coast to coast. And so we want to always make sure that if, you know, <laughs> hopefully no more pandemics in the future, but, you know, that we are, for our passengers, have the availability to have a nonstop and you land in New York City, um, right. you land in San Francisco and everywhere in between. Yeah, it's super convenient. You know, and I, I, it's funny as you bring that up, I think about the fact that every time, and this is something for those of you that are listening that may not be from Northwest Arkansas, maybe you're moving here and you travel a lot. One of the things that you will notice about traveling out of XNA is that you're going to run into people that you travel with all the time. Mm-hmm. They just may be going somewhere different, but they come out of the same out of the same gate, out of the same terminal. Maybe I fly. I was a De- I'm a Delta guy and, and have been, but I would see the same people on Monday mornings if I was catching a flight out every week. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. So you'd see folks from Tyson, Walmart. J.B. Hunt, you name it. Vendors. Vendors. Over, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's there. And that yeah. was the cool thing about it. So it was almost like a lot of fam- familiarity. Community, right? Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was some community there. <laughs> so has that come back? Yeah, we have seen an uptick in our business travel, which really, you know, for those that aren't as familiar with the area, um, business travel was our bread and butter for XNA because we do have, you know, the Fortune 500s up here and there is so much business travel coming into XNA and going out. And so that obviously ended um, when COVID happened. You know, everybody kind of brought their people back and went remote and virtual, which was an incredible option for what we were all going through. And so really what's kind of kept the airport afloat recently, or not recently, we've gotten some quite a bit of our business travel back recently, but over this past year is leisure travel. You know, people really taking advantage of some of these nonstop routes where they can get to the mountains. And that's very easy to socially distance up there. Or they can get to, you know, a lake or these outdoor hiking areas and whatnot. So we've seen business come back slowly. You know, I think there's still quite a bit of those, you know, week to week business travelers that aren't back quite yet. Mm-hmm. But we expect, you know, that more of those to come back. But then also some of them will never come back because yeah. a lot of them have pivoted and they don't feel the need to travel each week. You know, it's called can, Zoom. Right. I mean, and it's a beautiful thing, right? <laughs> it we is, get it. it is. And, you know, I think that that was inevitable. It happened. It was definitely expedited, right, with the pandemic. And so moving to more of a virtual with the Zoom meetings and, and all the different options we have now is great if you can't get on a flight, right? Or if, if it's just not working out. But we'll see, you know, and, and right now we always kind of have a little bit of a lull mm-hmm. once the summer ends. Our summer is kind of our hottest time. Because we have business travel and a lot of leisure travel. Right. And then kids go back to school in the fall. And so our numbers go down slightly and then kind of picks back up around the holidays too. So it'll be interesting to see how much more of the business travel comes back. And yeah, we'll just, we're just every day we're excited to see our numbers increase. So that's what we're focusing on right now. I'm sure. So what did the pandemic allow you guys as an airport to do and kind of focus on? Because I think I think every business, right, every organization had a chance to kind of reevaluate things. What would you say or be are some of the biggest maybe aha moments or things that you guys decided, you know what, this is what we used to do, mm-hmm. but we're going to do things differently now. What, what were some of those 
issues for you that you uh, guys overcame? Well, you know, I think just like every other business, we had to pivot in the sense of working remotely, working from home, but also, you know, a lot of our tenants at the airport, you know, as far as our airline workers, you know, they're all third parties and they were there at the airport and in person, you know, working the aircrafts, working, you know, with rental cars, whatever it would be, the restaurants. And so we really had to kind of grow more as a team, even though we don't technically work for each other, right? Like, so we're the airport authority, the airlines are individual from us, our tenants are completely individual. So we started these calls, you know, monthly, well, weekly, where, you know, it's like, what can we do for you guys? And it really kind of built more of a community at XNA. Like we've always had a wonderful relationship with all of our tenants and we're so appreciative that they are all there. But it definitely it bonds people, right? And so we have a great working relationship with everybody at XNA. And, you know, it just you do what you can. And <laughs> at the beginning we all felt so helpless, right? Yeah. Because it was like, oh gosh, you know, which industries are getting hit the hardest, you yeah. know? <laughs> restaurants, aviation, and and we have a restaurant in our airport. We have exactly. restaurants in our airports. And so you know, just like working together and figuring out, you know, what's going to work for everybody and working towards a common goal was huge for us. And then also diversifying our revenue was something that us as a staff, the administrative staff and our board, looking at other ways to, you know, be profitable for the area because we are a huge economic factor in Northwest Arkansas. And just depending on ticket sales or, you know, people in seats is great. And it works out 99% of the time, except if there are no people in seats. Exactly. And so, you know, just looking at other avenues for potential revenue, pivoting in that sense was was an interesting conversation. And and then also looking at what is what is going to be next, because that was what was so hard with all of our incredible experts that we work with in the field, you know, the top in their industry. They couldn't give us any type of. You know, there was no crystal ball. There was no. Hey, this is prop. This is the prediction, right? These are the stats. This is in two years and one year, we're going to be back to 2019 numbers. We're going to be back to breaking records. Nobody could make those predictions, right? Yeah. And so that was really scary. And so it was, what can we do now? How can we keep making XNA better so that when we do, we're just you know when we do get back to those numbers, we can hit the ground running, right? Sure. And so a lot of projects are being talked about. And we can go through some of those. They're exciting. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, and again, this is a shout out to Rob and the mm-hmm. NWA Council, but we had uh, an event called Onward Ozarks. And we talked the first event, the inaugural event, which we didn't record, mm-hmm. but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> we had the folks from Height Jackson on to talk about the expansion of the airport. So mm-hmm. I'd love for you to kind of talk about that because, yeah. I mean, people think, oh, well, Things are still happening and things are still, you guys are still working at like, how do we make this better? Because at some point in time, we will get back to some of the previous numbers that we had with regard to mm-hmm. travel counts and all of that. But talk about the expansion at the airport yeah. and what that's going to be look like or feel like. Well, and with the growth in the area, we really do predict that, I mean, we're going to be surpassing our numbers eventually, right? Because it's just the region is growing. And so we definitely have to keep up with that. And so one of the projects I'm the most excited about, and I know you all spoke about this on Onward Ozarks is the Skybridge project. It's a really cool, I mean, it's it's like a facelift to the airport, but it also creates a pathway from our parking garage to what we're going to make into a second floor at XNA. So there's already two floors, but in that lobby area, it's really just one floor and then you can go up to TSA to security. With the Skybridge, that's going to ex- essentially extend 
a walkway from the parking garage to a second floor that's going to look really cool. And then you can bypass the ticketing counters downstairs for the airlines because a lot of people don't check luggage now. Check in online too. Yeah, and check in online. And that's just going to streamline the efficiency for getting passengers in seats from parking into their airline aircrafts, airlines, aircraft, excuse me. So that's, and then it's going to change the face too of the outside of the terminal. It's going to look really neat. And we have a lot of those. I know that Onward Onward Ozarks posted some of those pictures. It's just a really cool look, right? With the X and A lit up at night. And then downstairs, we'll do a lobby renovation as well. So our baggage claim will be completely redone for efficiency. And, you know, our TSA was just renovated, not too... Well, it was kind of when COVID hit too. It's much bigger now. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. It's much bigger now. Which was wonderful, especially <laughs> with... Yeah. You come into the airport and you see people kind of coming down the escalator. You're yeah. like, oh my gosh, this, this is, is insane. This is insane. So Yeah. No, it's it has much more room to spread out and wait through security. And it just looks a lot nicer too right now. Yeah. So, so th- hopefully that'll be our n- next project that we'll break ground on. We're finished with design on that. And really the only reason... Not the only reason, but the majority of the reason we've kind of done a little bit of a wait and see with this project and have have not broken ground yet is because of potential additional funding that we could get through this infrastructure bill. Oh, yeah. And then also months ago when we were first looking at this project, you know, steel and lumber was just, (laughs) yeah, the pricing was through the roof. And it's gone down considerably because I just talked to somebody that's doing a a home project. It's not an airport project, but it's Mm -hmm. still, he's like, he said it was an appreciable difference Mm -hmm. was how he described the cost of the lumber Mm -hmm. because his, his job got delayed. And in that period of delay, the price of lumber went down mm-hmm. and it's, it's kind of worked again, out. It, it did work out. Yeah. It did work out. Yeah. So, and it, and that's, and so <laughs> moving forward, we'll, we, you know, those prices will go down, maybe some additional funding, who knows what that's going to look like quite yet, but hopefully by 2022, at some point we will have broken ground on this project. You know, and it's funny you mentioned that. So, so this infrastructure bill that you're speaking of, which is the one that's kind of being lobbied about in the Senate right now, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get it passed. It's like a $3 trillion infrastructure bill. I didn't know, were, were there earmarks in there for airports or is that kind of like an, a normal thing when you when you talk about infrastructure that airports in some way, shape or form are always included in that? I'm not sure if they're always included, but we definitely are considered in this uh, infrastructure bill uh, with the past year and a half that we've gone through, especially we were impacted. And we know of some other airports who were impacted much more negatively than we were. Yeah. And so we don't know how much we'll get. You know, there, there's also the question of allocation, you know, where if we do get the money, who does it go to and how sure, much, you know? Sure. So it's a lot up in the air, but if it's additional funding that we can utilize for a project like this, you know, it, it would be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's, yeah, I, I think it'll be, it certainly will be beneficial. And like you said, as people continue to move here, as we continue to expand those numbers, we're about 450, 475. 475,000 people. Mm-hmm. And I think prior to the pandemic, we were 32 new people a day moving here. I don't mm-hmm. know what that number has changed to now, but it will start to creep up again and we're going to continue to grow. And if we get to 900,000 to a million people by 2045 that they're predicting, mm-hmm. you can only expect that that the airport will continue to expand. Yeah. And that's, so. the, that's the hope. And, and that's why we continue to work, you know, assuming that one day, hopefully sooner than later, we will have those numbers and then those numbers in passengers will just continue to grow. And I think that's always the hard, right? Hard thing, right? Is how do you how do you navigate that so that you don't, you know, jump too far ahead of your skis mm-hmm. 
but that, you know, you're, you're right in line with how things go so that you're never at a point where you're like, oh my God, we're just bursting at the seams yeah. here. Right. And, and that is exactly the balance, right? And we have a wonderful board and I have bragged about our executive staff a couple of times already. And they, we definitely have just a group of people that have that in the forefront of their mind. And also what is going to work best for the passenger because sure. they are our number one priority when it comes to safety, when it comes to convenience, that is the passenger. So looking forward, I mean, so for example, we have another couple projects that we're excited about. And essentially in the A concourse, A3 and A12, have n- those two gates have not been utilized for years due to essentially the planes that we have now at XNA are much bigger than we ever predicted because we thought we would continue to be a, a smaller regional airport mm-hmm. and that has not been the case. So we are working on those two gates and um, essentially remarking and doing some doing some updating so that we'll have two more gates in hopefully 2022, which is a huge... I mean, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but two additional gates in a concourse is awesome. Yeah. And we'll just help with, you know, turnover and turnaround and making sure that people have more options for flights. So do you have the space to to bring in a bigger a bigger plane into those gates now or or you'll just have to recon of reconfigure things a little bit? We'll have to reconfigure things. You know, we there is always the possibility that we will start to see bigger and bigger aircraft as the region continues to grow. Right. It just depends on demand is really what it comes down to for the airlines and what makes sense financially for them. And so there is, you know, another project we're working on is the expansion of the B gates, the Western Concourse. And that would add around seven to eight additional gates. And that would be designed, I'm sure, with the idea in mind that there might be much larger aircraft. So you know, once again, the balance of how much are we going to grow? How much are we going to see? And what's it going to look like? What's it going to look like? And, yeah. and we got to make sure we're keeping up, but not doing too much so that, you know, we overextend ourselves. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. You, you mentioned the B gates and I always, I always want to make that left mm-hmm. when I come in yeah. after the security and I come mm-hmm. around the bend there mm-hmm. going towards the A gates. I always want to make that left to see. I've never been down there, but really? I know that they're there. So, mm-hmm. you know, but that's awesome. So what about and this is, I know, a question on everybody's mind. What are some of the tips or tricks that you would recommend to travelers, people that maybe don't travel a lot, but now they want to you know, get out and see other parts of the country or world? I know mm-hmm. a friend of mine uses a, um, he gets these Twitter posts and he found some insane fares from XNA mm-hmm. to Rome for mm-hmm. 525 round wow. trip, which for any of you that don't travel, that's cheap. But what would you, what advice would you give people that are like, man, I, I would love to fly out of XNA. I can't find a really you know, an inexpensive fare to kind of keep up with that. Cause I do see really good fares quite frequently, but it's like, how do you stay on top of that? Yeah. So it's kind of not the answer that you might want to hear, but you have to be flexible with your dates. That's the best. <laughs> I know. I know. But <laughs> if, if you're looking, you know, to do. <laughs> You're using your PTO, right? You gotta you gotta use your PTO, whatever it is. If you can be flexible with when you're taking off, when you're going on that vacation, you can really price compare and get something like 525 to Rome. I mean, that's amazing. And um, so, if you can be flexible, if you can't, you know, I totally understand that you're going to a wedding. You know, it's there's a set date for a wedding. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, What I love to do, and what you know, I always recommend is, you know, we have six airlines at XNA that I think um, a lot of people don't realize that, and or you know, they're very loyal to an airline, which I totally understand too. Mm -hmm. Um, But look around, see what else, you know, 
all of our airlines have to offer. You know, maybe you can fly to Denver with one airline and then fly to, you know, your end destination with another one um, and save three, four hundred bucks by doing that because sure. you're you know, booking a one way, you know, versus a, a round trip. And each ticket, if you add them up, is lesser than, you know, a round trip with one airline. And so I always suggest that as far as um, pricing. And then Try to book that out, you know, at least six weeks. Six weeks is kind of the the sweet spot, six to eight for when the best pricing kind of comes out. So if you can do that, definitely give yourself that early bird, you know, reward if you book out early. And then as far as like our low cost carriers, they essentially they have what we call kind of buckets where they'll offer these really low prices for some of these seats. But once those seats book up, then they it goes to the next price point up. Right. And so with the low cost carrier, it's also get in early if you can, because you can get one of those really cheap seats. Um, and it's just like every other seat on the airline just about. And so I always recommend that and always price compare. You know, you, you might assume that one airline might be cheaper than the other and or vice versa. But I have found s- some surprising fares for some of these airlines that I would not have expected it to actually be cheaper to fly through one versus the other. So yeah. always look around. Google Flights is wonderful just because it, it, yeah, it compares all of our, just about all of our um, airlines. Plus you can do, I do a price alert with, um, with Google travel to, is it, what is it called? Google travel or Google affairs? Uh, Google flights is what Google I, Google flights. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I do, I do, a, they have a price alert thing, just mm-hmm. kind of like an alert. So I always monitor fares from XNA to Boston. So my that's where my wife's family is. Mm-hmm. And XNA to Pittsburgh, that's where my mother is. And then XNA to San Francisco and then XNA to LA because yeah. that's where some of my family is on the West Coast. And so I, I do that and it always keeps me up to date. And that alert will let you know when a low fare comes, you're like the first to know about it yeah. and you can take advantage of it. And sometimes- Stuff will come up and you're like, I never heard about it. It's just because you're not monitoring it. So that's a great tip. I'm yeah. going to steal that from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I and I do it all the time. And I've I have found some tremendously inexpensive deals. Like just the other day I found a round trip to Portland, Oregon for like I want to say it was like 175 round trip, which is stupidly inexpensive. Yeah. So and just for perspective, I want people to understand this. When I was talking about that flight to Rome at 525 and I have paid more than $525 for a nonstop flight from XNA to Chicago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so just to give you some perspective, that's a low fare. Oh, for you an know. international yeah, trip Yeah, for an international that far. trip. Yeah. Yes. And there are several aggregates out there that will keep track of um, nonstop flights. I've also seen a lot of, non, lot of inexpensive nonstop flights to both Central America and South America from XNA. Because mm-hmm. we're really not that far from like Cancun, exactly. from Honduras, from Costa Rica. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of really good deals. You can get down to Costa Rica from XNA for under $400. Oh, yeah. Maybe even under 300 Oh, yes. Yeah. So I actually traveled to Cancun. This was mid-May. And we kind of did the thing where we were flexible with our dates. So we were able to find a little bit better of a deal. But my ticket round trip through United was about 300 or so dollars. Yeah. And that's amazing for an international trip. But we also are, you know, have these great hubs like Houston and Atlanta that we fly directly to. So that helps with a lot of those destinations down to the south of us. Sure. So yeah, if you're looking for a beach vacation, be flexible with your dates if you can. And you can get some pretty incredible deals out of XNA, especially coming up for the fall. That that tends to it's not the busy season for them. So flights, hotels, everything, they seem to dip in prices and become more affordable. Yeah. No, I I that that's I love that. That's perfect. So before we close out, 
what anything you want to share or kind of tease about what else you're excited about with the future of uh, XNA? Well, I think something that has just been such a amazing thing to witness and to be a part of this past year have been all of the additional routes that we have added that are nonstop. We started the pandemic, pre-pandemic, 2019, 2020, with 19 nonstop flights to, you know, LAX, Dallas, you know, all of our different flights. And now we have about 27. Two of them haven't come back quite yet, but we, like I previously previously said, San Francisco, Newark, they should be back. And so we have an interest. These airlines have an interest in our market, which is, I mean, we have a new airline here. We have Breeze Airways, which has never... It's a brand new airline, and yeah. they decided to come to Northwest Arkansas, yeah. which I think is a great indicator for our future. I think we're just going to continue to add more and more. These airlines are going to invest in this market because we have this wonderful demographic here of people who want to travel, who are interested in traveling, and we have an incredible you know, aviation scene here for sure. people that love anything and everything um, that has to do with any type of aircraft. And so keep your eye out on these different nonstops. You know, we listen to people that come through our social media, that come to us, that send us emails, that send messages to us uh, for these nonstop routes, because we see that the more we add, you know, the more passengers, obviously, we're going to have, but also the more convenience there is for Northwest Arkansas, which is, you know, if I could have a nonstop route to every major city in the yeah. United States from XNA, that would be the goal. And right. so we're working towards that, you know, more routes, more airlines. I mean, I know we always get the question of when Southwest is coming. That's like <laughs> the mil- I wasn't even going to ask it at this point. <laughs> yeah. That's like the million dollar question, right? Uh-huh. Every- and I think, why, why do you think people ask that question? You know, people are really loyal to Southwest. And I think we have quite a few people from that are transplants, right? Like myself that come from DFW and and they're everywhere in DF, and, and, the, and they also are a low-cost carrier. So people love them. And I, I see why, but it's just uh, probably not going to happen for XNA in the near future. Uh, that's not to say it'll never happen, but we have six other airlines that are wonderful and definitely check those out. You will be surprised. A lot, I get people that come up to me and say, why don't you have a direct flight here or a nonstop flight here? And, and I look at them, I'm like, we have a nonstop to Denver. We have right. a nonstop to you know, Atlanta or wherever they are asking to go. And so take a look at our map online, you know, and if you don't have like a real preference on where to go on vacation or where to, you know, get away, go ahead and look at our map and see, you know, where we have a nonstop to, and you don't have to spend an entire day traveling and, you know, boarding, deboarding, getting to different airlines, airports, and you can get to some of these incredible places to vacation in a couple hours. Yeah. And um, you don't have to worry about the stress of traveling all day through multiple airports. And as someone that has traveled quite a bit, I have to say, I've been to a lot of what we would call regional airports. And I got to say, folks, XNA takes the cake in terms of just the look and the feel of the airport, just the quality of, of some of the vendors and, and organizations that are within the confines of the airport. They've got a huge, like, human sized chessboard, a great place for kids to play several outlets where you can go get a cup of coffee before your flight. And just remind me of the name of the restaurant that's... Um, Smokewood. Yes. Smokewood, Smokewood has mm-hmm. some of the best breakfast oh, around. Uh-huh. Legit. So <laughs> I used to come early to catch my breakfast at, yeah. at, there, at there and uh, they just they just do it right. And it's just, it's sometimes it's nice to have a nice meal before you get on a flight. 
that way you can go to sleep faster. Yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> hey, and then your your experience is even better. Yeah, yeah, and they they also have this insane salmon salad that's really really good. I have so not tried I, that. Yeah, I highly recommend that. Yeah, yeah. and um, it was just kind of like a Caesar salad, but they they put a slice of sam- a piece of salmon on top, mm-hmm. and it's just really good. And I've got that to go a couple of times for uh, longer flights and. It's really good to have. It's so, good to have. Yeah, or just, grab a beer at Core Brewery. Right, they right. Have, and they and have that's great newer. food. That's a newer, mm-hmm. that's a newer spot. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they have a lot of really great selections there. So yeah, yeah. you'd be surprised what you what, uh, what our airport has. And, and uh, so I, I, I certainly want to encourage you to check it out. Yeah, check it out. And we're always looking to add. And so what we have right now is just the beginning. And I really feel like XNA is just on its way up. And yeah. I can't wait to see what we get to do over the next couple of years. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, as we close out, Alex, I'd love for you just to share with the audience, since you've been living here for a while now, favorite restaurant that you like to go to. And I, and I know I'm putting you on the spot. Just give me one or two that you that you enjoy. I'd love oh, yeah. to just get your take on that. Okay. So I have to give Peddler's Pub a shout sure. out. We okay. are there probably twice a week. We know the, the wait staff there is incredible. The people that work there are amazing. Best pizza. Yeah, I heard they have their really wings, good food. Yeah, yeah are amazing. I, I heard their wing is, wings are good. The and best They have wings. a good beer selection, Great too. Great beer selection. Cool patio um, right off of the Bentonville Square. So, yeah, Peddler's Pub we go to too often. <laughs> way too often. And then, you know, a place we've kind of been to recently is Vivace. Vivace. Vivace, okay. which is in kind of a... It's like a, in like a little bit of like a, like a strip mall kind of thing. Sure. Um, but it has some of the best Mediterranean food. Okay. So if you like hummus and baba ganoush and, you know, kebab, it is, the falafel is amazing there. Um, I love falafel. Oh my gosh. The great, yeah, it is wonderful. It's BYOB too. So you get to bring your own drinks if you you want. Yeah, it's it's great. Okay. So those are kind of our two go-tos right now for, you know, when I don't want to cook, (laughs) which is seven days a week. It's it's fine. No judgment here. It's just a judgment-free zone. And and lastly, what uh, what would you say to somebody that's not familiar with XNA or, or not familiar with Northwest Arkansas? What would you say would be one thing that for them will be an amazing, oh my God, aha moment about this area? Mm, that is a great question. And I think one of the best aha moments for myself personally was you have all the amenities of a big city, right? Yeah. You have these incredible places to eat, this incredible, I mean, the coffee scene here. Yeah, we just we, we just came from Onyx we Coffee. From Shout Onyx. out to yeah. John and... And the rest of the folks over there, what is their cup? They never settle for good enough. Exactly. So, and, yeah. and that kind of is encompassing for the region, right? Yes. And so you have all of these wonderful amenities that just kind of blow you away. But then the people here are amazing and they're really kind. And we are on the squares every weekend. We're walking around, we're popping into places and, you know, people are just happier here. I think yeah. that our quality of life here is wonderful. And you know, that's something that I love is that you have that small town feel, but you have these amenities that are just mind blowing as well. No. Yeah. You said it perfectly. You said it perfectly. I love that. Lastly, if people want to get connected, what's the website for XNA? So it's flyxna.com. Okay. And if you want to reach out to me, you have questions, you want to chat. My email is alex.english at flyxna.com. Okay. You have it. So it's flyxna.com and then alex.english at flyxna.com. And we'll put all that in the show notes. So that way, if you guys want to reach out to Alex and let her know how great she sounded on this podcast, you can do that. But man, we, Alex, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much of for course. doing part two yes. of this, this interview. When we finally got it done, I'm yeah. so excited. And I think the people are going to really enjoy what you have to share. And we'll, we'll certainly have to revisit 
things again with you in the near future as things continue to expand at XNA. And if anything newly amazing happens, which I'm sure it will, Absolutely. we will certainly be on the horn and uh, and connect with you to sit down again. Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. To learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. You can subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it. And please, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week for a new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.